Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. It's brand new season two. I'm Marissa Thalberg. And I'm Stephen Wolf Bededa. And we're excited to be back having bigger, bolder, and always real conversations. Straight from the C-suite front lines of marketing, media, and more. We have great friends joining from people you may know, like Wilmer Valderrama and Bobby Burke. And people you'll want to know. So grab a coffee or, hey, even an Aperol Spritz and come join us on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Listen to brand new on the iHeart Radio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The opinions expressed in the following podcast are for general informational purposes only and are not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations for any individual or on any specific security or investment product. It is only intended to provide education and entertainment about the financial industry and the stock market. Enjoy. On this episode of Pennies Going In Raw, we talk about our upcoming couple of weeks, this week in the market, and the day in the life of a trader. You find out life's this game of pennies. Oh, you guys know we only have a 40% runner. Hello? 40% is a fucking killing. We've been compliant for too long. It's time we go to war. I don't have a Roth. Q knows so much about the market that his brain doesn't have enough room for grammar. Hey, who told me about Idex? It's going up a shit ton now. Rob, 4%, baby. No way. 4 fucking percent. You asked the exact same question with two words <laughs> different. It's like, fuck, man. I just got dick whipped for like 20%. And now that is up like 50. I bet Warren Buffett never did that. I'm just making this voice memo to call out unusual whales to a fight. The pennies we need are everywhere around us. Pennies. 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 Going in raw. Featuring Dan. Deity it dips. And Hugh Honey. Produced by Vinny. And Christian. Let's, Let's go, go, baby. Welcome back to another episode of Pennies Going In Raw. Today is Wednesday, August the 25th, and, you know, we've we got a lot of stuff going on. Uh, first of all, sorry about um, Verde's mic last time. I know it was pretty, it was pretty quiet and tough to hear. However, um, you know, we'll make sure all our guests have fantastic mics from now on. But um, We should sue him with uh, someone that he beat uh, inside court. Yeah. It's, Did it's, he ever go to court ever? Uh, I don't know. Uh, you know, he, he probably had to do some, like, uh, some things like that in college, but whatever. So, you know, this, this week though, um, you know, I did post about it, uh, BXRX had a nice run and I thought, you know, it was crazy just cause the, the news, the news wasn't that good. The only reason I was in it, I noticed I had some options that were expired and I looked at it and I was like, damn, this thing's at 51 cents. And it was like. 250 three months ago it's just been a steady downtrend so i i just started a position at 51 and it just happened to be the bottom and then i wake up on on tuesday it hits 88 cents and i was thinking i was and i looked at the news i was like all it said was the ceo bought shares and i had more shares than the ceo bought so you know is is that a sign of things to come or are there some pennies bouncing back i mean that one was bottom bottomed out 
Yeah, no, I mean, that's definitely a good sign. Um, the other thing was that, I mean, I was I was up when that news came out. Someone was soaking about 200,000 shares at about 76. I was watching them on the tape early this morning. And I mean, this that's kind of one of those things where it's like, hey, you know, like maybe this is only the first move because it's down 15 cents from there. And I mean, it was trading at $2 a share, like literally this year, like not too long ago. So maybe it's like one of those things where small caps are setting up and this is just the first move. You know, somebody's in there, you know, getting a lot of shares accumulating, accumulating. And then maybe we see like, you know, real actual news. I mean, the CEO bought shares. He that's not that that it shouldn't be up even it's up 15% now. It shouldn't it shouldn't even be up that much. Um, but maybe this is one of those things where, you know, first move comes down and then we see a massive explosion. And I know a lot of people uh, ask me a lot, like my style of trade and stuff like that. And after, you know, I sold it pre-market around 75. I, I woke up, I saw it around 79-ish. And uh, I couldn't sell it till 6 a.m. Central Time because of TD Ameritrade. Sold it around 75. I've actually started to add it back again under 60. You know, it just seems like that is that. Yeah. Is that an example of the morning flush? I mean, there's news on a, on a small cap. You know, it goes up to 88 cents. Now it's back down to 60 when it just started and it closed yesterday, like 54. Did I did I add the morning flush? I wouldn't. Okay, so I and again, I I don't I don't know if there's like a technical strategy to the morning flush. Um, the I'm way that we'll I Zach. yeah I know I know phone a friend. The way that I interpret it is that the initial candle down, like you know, let's call it like the first five minute candle is down. You know, takes out like half the gains or whatever it is. You know, you scoop that up and it you know starts to curl back up over new high of the day. What I consider like. Okay, so it's it's eleven oh five here on the East Coast when we're recording this. Uh, BXRX is you know as you said at sixty cents. What I consider this is like you know it's it's a good what is this like twelve uh, percent away from yeah like twelve percent away from uh, VWAP. So what I would consider is like kind of like a bounce back, like uh, like hey shorts you know shorts might have to cover into the close or something because they don't want to hold shares overnight, and that's when you could see you know a little bit of buying pressure and and you know maybe uh, maybe a move back to VWAP would be totally possible. That's what I consider what what you just described and what I think the morning flush is, but. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. No. What do you think? Well, the thing is, for this one, like I like I texted you yesterday and said, like, look at the chart, how much room it has to yeah. run, and it really seemed like I just got lucky on catching the bottom on this thing, and it said, hey, this is the reversal. So as long as it doesn't go below fifty cents, you know, I am gonna see if I can hold this for a swing. And I, I swear, like, I don't know anything about this company or anything. <laughs> so, you know, don't you know, hop in and, and don't attack me and say, damn, you not looked at the fucking financials. No, no, I fucking haven't looked at the financials. <laughs> um, so, but yeah, no, I mean, I looked at, you know, Dude, it works. Yeah, it no, works. Yeah, no. And we'll, we'll talk about this more on when we have an episode coming out with uh, Tommy and Gary in, in about a week. Uh, yeah. But Another thing uh, I noticed that was pretty cool this morning, and I don't know if there's other news that came out for it, but Airbnb was piss missling up about up 7%. And I actually, I checked Airbnb to see why it was up. Um, they had news that came out and said that they were going to provide housing to 20,000 uh, people in Afghanistan that are having issues with the shit that's going on there. Is that just the market rewarding? them being good guys 
Uh, or did so they have what I'm other reading, news that I missed as well? No, I mean, from what I'm reading is that they're not going to, I mean, they're giving this for free, so they're going to lose on it, you know, on, on you know, like they, they're not getting yeah, a contract. Yeah, it's a yet. good deed, right. Yeah, no, it's a good deed. And I mean, personally, from my experience, I've never, like, the market, from my experience, only cares, you know, what it's going to do for the fundamentals of the company. Um, so, I mean, from that standpoint, you know, I mean... Oh, did you, did you miss the whole GameStop and AMC thing? <laughs> no, but, okay, okay, yeah, yeah. But, but my point is that, like, when, um, you know, when something happens that like a good deed, you know, it's like, well, you know, congratulations. How much is this going to cost us? But I guess like, it, it's not that much, you know, like 20,000 going to affect the books too much. That I didn't know that they had that much like capacity worldwide. Like if, if you were going to tell me like, Hey, Dude, they're coming to the, I think this says that they're coming to the United States. Oh, <laughs> well, the displacement and resettlement of Afghan refugees in the U.S. and everywhere and elsewhere is one of the biggest humanitarian crises of our time, said Brian Chesky, co-founder and chief CEO of Airbnb in a post on Tuesday. We feel responsibility to step up. Yeah, so to me, it's one of those things where it's like, hey, you know what? You're doing a great thing and you're using your resources but I don't know. It's it's weird. Seven percent to me feels weird. Um, like like for a large cap stock, commend that's a lot. Yeah, yeah. I mean to com- I mean I listen. I commend them. But I mean uh, that's a that's a pretty massive move. Maybe maybe people maybe people. You know what? Maybe the thesis is like people were were um, calling into question Airbnb's uh, uh, reputation, and now this is like fixing their reputation. Yeah, yeah no, something along I mean, those lines. I think this, you know, proves a couple things. Airbnb are good guys, and I only read the title of headlines. Dude, this is adding like six billion. <laughs> like on paper, this news is adding six billion to their market cap right now. Uh, when it's trading at one hundred and fifty-eight a share, wow! You know, I bet, I bet. Um, what's the workspace? We work. Yeah, we work. I bet they're ready. I mean, they're like shaking their heads because this. Yeah. I mean, this is a huge win all around for I wa- Airbnb. Because I, uh, I, I got internet in my new place, obviously. Got free HBO Max. I'm still a little frugal. And uh, watched <laughs> the Generation Hustle episode on, on WeWork because it was dope. Uh, Generation Hustle is pretty bad at shit. Yeah, uh, so, no, but seriously, yeah. You know, no, I was just going to say props to Airbnb. That's an awesome thing. And I mean, right now they're getting rewarded for it, you know, from a, from a share price perspective. So, you know, props to them. Yep. Okay. So Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. Welcome to Math & Magic, stories from the frontiers of marketing. This week, I'm talking to the one and only Ryan Seacrest love the connection to people. I think at the core, what I get excited about, what gets me up in the morning is connecting with people in an unscripted, unvarnished way. It's getting to to say something to them, hear back from them, know that I'm part of the routine. And I look forward to getting on the air. I look forward to it. 
In these exciting times, we're looking to the math, the strategy and analytics, and the magic, the creative spark more than ever. Listen to Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. Kind of going into, you know, day in the life of a trader, uh, you kind of just mentioned you were up, you know, when you saw this news, which was 5 a.m. Eastern time, 4 a.m. Central time is whenever I got the text. And I was like, damn, dude, thank God. Like I could, wasn't even able to sell because it's TD Ameritrade. So I have no point in waking up that damn early. But uh, yeah. what, is, what is the process? I mean, you, you, you wake up a lot earlier than most, which is weird because, you know, as a swing trader, it seems like what, what's what's the whole point? You know, we can both go through each of ours. You can go through your pre-market uh, and, you know, then I'll get to my pre-market. Then we'll do like to lunch, then to market close and after. Yeah. So I used to have like a strategy, not a strategy, but like a, a system, a schedule that I would follow to the minute every day. Uh, since doing the podcast and since doing other things than just trading in college, uh, it's definitely changed a lot. But the core... I'll call them the core staples of the schedule still pretty much stay the same being that, you know, at this point I use an alarm for 5 a.m. But uh, usually I'm up like, you know, 4, 4.30, something like that. And like today I was up at 3.30, you know, so it's like uh, it's one of those things where I just my body just naturally wakes up, wakes up at this point because it's been so, so, so many years. So you were up before pre-market even started. Yeah. Yeah. It's skewed though, because, um, it's skewed though, because my uh, cousin's having a, having a baby today. So, uh, you know, and I'm the godfather. So Uh, so you had to stay up all night with the unborn baby. Oh no, 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 no. God, no. I would, oh my God, I'd be, I'd be napping right now. But my point is that like, usually I'm up between four and five. Um, definitely by five the latest. Then I take that hour, hour and a half to be productive. That's when no one bothers me. You know, my phone's not getting blown up. You know, I'm not worrying about the market uh, too too much to a certain degree. You know, there's just not that much volume. So I find myself being the most productive during those hours. And so I get everything administration done. Like today, today the administration work was me ordering adapters for Egypt. But like I've been meaning to do this for like three weeks. Uh, other days it's like, corporation setups, you know, answering emails, you know, the important stuff that, you know what I mean? But that's just like, when I have a to-do list, I, I knock it out inside that hour and a half. Then because I'm, because I need to be in front of the screens, like when the market's open, I go and work out, you know, or try to, and then I come back and, uh, and recently I've been trying to meditate a little bit. Uh, it's not going great, but I've been trying to, you know, I'm, I'm sitting down and doing it. Then I pretty much make my schedule and my updated to-do list. So I keep like a running to-do list constantly and I just, you know, prioritize it and I try and keep that as updated as possible. So then I'll update it again before, before like 9 a.m., you know, and then I'll look at the text I missed, you know, during the like two hours, three hours. Then, you know, I'm checking my stocks. I'm seeing what's up. I'm seeing what's the news. You know, I'll also check the news from overnight at, you know, when I wake up at 4.35. And then from there, that's when I'm really starting to center in on the day. Uh, you know, I'm sitting down. Um, I'm looking at a few things. What big purchases there were. So <laughs> the CEO bought, what was it, 30,000 shares or something? Like or 50,000 shares? It was like $30,000 worth, yeah. Yeah, $30,000 worth of BXRX. And, uh, and the stock went up huge. So it, it's like stuff that I'm looking at that like... That was probably a great short for a lot of people, for a lot of traders um, that trade from that side because it was like a no-brainer kind of thing. But um, 
you know, that, that's pretty much what I'm doing is I'm just creating like kind of like a little watches, seeing what my swings are doing, seeing if there was anything that like, for instance, like BXRX, like I said, there was two, there was someone literally sitting there soaking 200,000 shares this morning. And so I caught that. So that's something that I'm going to keep in mind, similar to like what you were saying is that, you know, maybe I'll take a look at the company because if there's some news that they have coming, then this, you know, this, this big thing about the CEO buying shares it could just be a fluff for some. I mean, not not that not that the CEO did this on purpose, but I'm saying that someone used this opportunity to soak up a ton of shares for when the real move happens. You know, stuff like that. So that's stuff like using using fluff news to kind of yep. get your shares without being caught. For the bigger move. Exactly. Exactly. Someone can, you know, five times the relative volume, someone can soak a million, two million shares. And everyone's just like, oh, you know, like that's cool. Like that went up that much. Um, where this get whales just sitting there soaking it. So it, I'll take a look at that kind of stuff. And that's stuff that, like, you know, I keep a checklist and a post a note of to, to remind me to look into it later. Um, and then from there, you know, I'm really, I'm really just monitoring my swings and stuff and then uh and then you know planning out the rest of the week so like i said that's a little different not being in college because what i used to do was i used to run the class have class be on my phone or laptop monitoring stuff and then come back now i'm here all day like i don't move from here so it's a little different and then i'd pretty much take the take till 12 o'clock eastern time i take my hour nap because that is like I have to. I have to. I've lost so much money during that hour, but it, it's it, it's 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 not even like up for debate at this point for me. And then the most important though is that once you come back to work, is that the seven to eight p.m. Um, PRs are the most important because those are going to set up what the what what's going to gap up for the next night. So I'll always take a little bit of a nibble of something if they have like let's just say a big insider buy or something. If it's trending towards that eight p.m., you can almost guarantee that it's going to gap up. But that's where you're going to want to have a for different the ones broker. that are gapping up that you expect, or you you have to wake up at. 4 a.m. for this? Yeah, yeah. These are the ones where like they, you know, they gap up 30% and then I'm just selling it. I don't care. You know, it's it's one of those things where, you know, you know that it's gapping up. So I take some right before 8 p.m. It gaps up at 4. I'm selling 402 and, and moving on from the trade. I'm not trying to make 100% on it. Yeah. Mine, you know, pretty similar, uh, except I'm not waking up as early. I'll use, I'm not waking up at any time before I can buy or sell anything on TD Ameritrade. I find that kind of pointless. Uh, so usually whenever I, you know, wake up, do a quick check, make sure nothing popped off too crazy and that I don't need to buy or sell anything. But then like <clears throat> that morning time is, is definitely whenever I do like other business shit, like shit I know I need to do. That's not stock related while the market is yeah. quiet, you know, do the podcast shit, do stuff like that. And about, you know, seven, seven thirty uh, central. So around one hour before market open, hop in discord with everyone, see what they're seeing. And uh, but I mean, you know, when the market's not uh, not too hot, I'm not I'm not trading pre-market, you know, I'm not. You got to think about this like every other job. No one. No one's like, ah, oh, dude. Work is slow. It's been really shitty the past month. You know what I'm going to do is get to work two hours earlier <laughs> so I can enjoy the shit show a little longer. I understand. Hey, man, you know, sometimes it's not all sunshine and rainbows and I'll take off until it is. But, you know, I, I didn't really trade the first couple of weeks of August even like much at all. 
uh, and then like start picking it back up. And, you know, maybe I should have hasn't been that bad. But, uh, you know, going into to market open, I think, you know, just having your scanners and everything, because a lot of times I'll, I'll just trade on my phone all day and um, pace around. I'm a big pacer and just have my boys in my ears all day just talking what do you see yo this is getting accumulated this is getting accumulated hey this is on the scanner yo this has got news of cvs just gotta be quick and i'll i'll walk sometimes five miles a day in like a 1200 square foot house so just just trading all day and then around noon do back to the other other business activities whether it be record a podcast episode you know just whatever whatever needs to be done and then the the second half of the day kind of uh you know in august not doing too much uh i don't try and give away my gains in the slower market but towards the end of the day uh i always like to come back for power hour though do you ever find those days like whenever you're um taking the second half of the day off you like to come back for power hour yeah yeah definitely um but the thing is the, the thing with me is that i like to really track price action which like i can't do away from the screen too well uh and that's the thing. That's really like the thing is that I, is that when I'm away from the screen, I can't track the price action, which just doesn't make me feel at ease at all. Uh, but no, you're right. When I walk away, especially like when there's a when there's a swing up, and I'm like, it, it's it'll it'll only be up five percent, and I'm like, okay, maybe I'll cut some here. And instead, when I walk away and then I come back, it's it's always up further. Yeah, like always. No, I mean that, and that's how i trade i mean people always ask me like my style and, and that's part of the way i'm able to trade off my phone pacing around my house is you know it's a lot of that gut feeling on trading around the core position of swings hey it's up hey it's down i i'm still not that comfortable of hey if something has news i'm slapping this 14 dollars stock or three dollars stock with two hundred thousand dollars right then i'm gonna get 10 15 cents out of the move you know that that's it it spooks the fuck out of me, man. I don't know if that was a sell the news thing some people are expecting. Yeah. And we talk again, I'm going to reference this episode again. Y'all are going to love it. But <clears throat> the Tommy and Gary episode, we all we talk about the if you have a strategy that got you from 500 to 25K, don't try and switch it up now that you're at 25K. Like, oh, now I'm at 25K. I can start playing long and shorting. Yeah. Just keeping it simple uh, to make sure you don't shave off any of your gains. And I think that's one of the biggest things. And to ensure you don't shave off any of your gains, you're going to want to use code PGIR at manscaped.com for 20% off your purchase and also <laughs> free shipping. That's code PGIR at manscaped.com. They have everything you need from ball deodorant to ball reviver to the, the things you need to shave and, and get clean down there because, you know... it. It's been a little humid. Global warming, pretty sure it's real. Um, and, you know, it, it's getting a little musty down there sometimes. A little quick, quick, get you get you right back in business. So be looking good. Be smelling good down there. Use code PGIR at manscaped.com for 20% off your purchase and free shipping. But going back to it, yeah, I mean, like having self-control in trading, uh, I think, is a big part of the day. Knowing when to stop. You know, and and that can change every day. If I lose like a fuck ton of money at the beginning two hours, man, I just I, I don't stop for the rest of the day. I'm not going to be like, OK, I lost this one. You know, I never I never have a red day. The day just ended before I could be green. You know what I'm saying? But at the same time, 
I, I just I just start taking it slower and take a step back. Like literally, if I'm in my desk, I roll it back a little bit so my hands are too far away from the buy and sell, but I can still see everything. Hey, what what, what am I doing wrong? Yeah, yeah, no that that reminds me of like I crunch my left toe, <laughs> like so I don't fall. I don't know why it works, but it works. Uh, it just makes me focus on something else for a split second and saves me from hitting that buy or sell button, which I think everybody has that or, or most traders that we talk to has that one thing that, that, you know, like, uh, Oh, I'm lucky because my daughter's always in the office. So she keeps me distracted. So I don't hit that buy sell, but you know, like everyone has that thing. Yeah. I mean, and if you don't, you probably need to find it, especially if you find yourself over trading, yeah. just, just being able to say, okay, you, you know, that picture of, uh, like the cat, like, Swipe, swiping your hand away from the keyboard like okay it's time to stop posting <laughs> it's like the same yeah. thing it's the same thing for trading you need you need to have something there hey man you've done enough today you've you've lost enough it's time to go buy a mcchicken and cry uh but we do have a very exciting few weeks coming up um no doubt no doubt and Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. Welcome to Math & Magic, Stories from the Frontiers of Marketing. This week, I'm talking to the one and only Ryan Seacrest. Love the connection to people. I think at the core, what I get excited about, what gets me up in the morning is connecting with people in an unscripted, unvarnished way. It's getting to, to say something to them, hear back from them, know that I'm part of the routine. And I look forward to getting on the air. I look forward to it. In these exciting times, we're looking to the math, the strategy and analytics, and the magic, the creative spark more than ever. Listen to Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. So I guess I guess we can kind of start just kind of getting into it. Um, this, the soonest thing we have coming is on Sun, or this Friday. I uh, don't know the time yet. Obviously, we'll keep it posted on the PGIR pod. Um, this Friday, we have a merch drop coming. This is going to be crazy. We're going to have a lot of shirts, a lot of hats, and one of the hats is even Nike, so make sure you know that little dry fit. I think it's dry fit. Uh, but yeah, you guys are going to love those. Uh, lots of styles that will make you look very cool, fresh, and if you're a girl, chic. <laughs> then... This Sunday, we have a podcast episode. But Dan, but Hugh, you know, Hugh, you're going to be in Egypt. Dan, you're going to be moving. How are you going to record? Well, guys, the past few weeks, we have been preparing for this move. So this Sunday, and I'm sorry if I get these wrong. We do have these all recorded, though. This Sunday, we either have PJ Matlock, the leader of Atlas Trading, or Gary and Tommy, the Goblin Gang. Maybe we could do a vote. Which one do you guys want out first? They're both really good. Oh, let's do a vote. Yeah, yeah. we could do a vote. I don't want to split our friends apart, but you know, sometimes you got to humble some folks. See, see which one y'all want more coming out on Sunday. Y'all want PJ or do y'all want the Goblin Gang? 
And then, as long as we're not on one of the sides of the boat, yeah, I'm dude, not. Let's I'm, have not some, I'm not fucking boat. <laughs> you know, no way. So, no, dude, we're just moderators. <laughs> yeah. So, so that that's what's coming up this Sunday. Then on Wednesday, the following Wednesday, which is going to be the first of September. Dan, Hugh, you're still gonna be gone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We know. I'm gonna be riding camels and climbing pyramids, baby. The dad of Fintwit. Uh, the the dad joke king of Fintwit, Doug Bonaparte. We got him on to talk NFTs, the Dogecoin, the Fintwit drama, financial advice for all you youngsters and millennials. He's got you covered there. Then we have another Sunday coming up, the fifth. Okay, well, no way you guys still have some prepared. Well, we we sure as hell do, and that will be the loser. <laughs> Of the vote <laughs> for Sunday's episode. It will hear the next Sunday. And then on that Tuesday and Wednesday, we will be at Reno, Nevada, a sold out event where all of Fintwa will be there celebrating and being happy and, and only talking about our stocks that went up and not any stocks that went down. So if you plan on trading, Tuesday and Wednesday, and maybe even Thursday, be careful. All the buy support's going to be in Nevada. So just be wary of that. And then Wednesday, uh, what? You guys are going to just post the recording of, of Reno? No. We recorded another damn episode. I forget what it was about, but it was really good. <laughs> and, and if you go to Reno, you'll have extra shit to listen to on the way back. Um, it's titled Extra. I, I literally have no idea what it's on. We recorded like a week ago. So, and that one's going to be, that one's going to be amazing too. So, you know, obviously have your wallets ready for this Friday. Um, have your plane tickets ready for the 7th and 8th. And have your ears ready every Sunday and Wednesday because we will be recording. And uh, yeah, no, I mean, that's, that's kind of what we're vibing with. But however, we are contractually agreed to have at least 30 minute episodes and it's only been around 27 or 28 after the intro right now kind of wrap this one up and if it's not at the end of the episode to not wrap things up one little question you know we we talk about it every now and then but i think you know it's, it's a good time to point it out is, is using social media to trade you know using it to help you trade uh we always say just use it as a scanner but sometimes you hear like, damn, this guy's on a hot streak. Everything he's called is going. Do you roll with those guys? Like if someone's on a hot streak, no. you're not. I mean, listen, you can. Okay. You can, but you need to understand that it's a speculative risk. Like, I mean, all of this is speculative risk. But you, the other thing is that you have to understand, and this is what like, I kind of miss about FinTwit like three years ago, four years ago, because it was so small that there was like literally only 2,000, 3,000 people. So everybody knew who everybody was. And it was, um, and it was fine because you really couldn't bitch out anybody, because, if you will, because everybody knew who everybody was. You know, like it was like, ah, like, like, like if I bitched at you, like I knew who your grandmother was. Like that's how close it was where like now it's like, you know, the people just create fake accounts and it's, you know, if they follow your call and the call goes down, then, you know, they're, they're cursing you out because yeah, they don't care. So I think it's one of those things where, you know, if you are going to take people's call outs, like you need to understand the risk. You need to understand that one, they're getting in before you. <laughs> like they're getting in before you. Yeah, their their risk their risk reward is different than yours because they are in five yeah. percent before you. 
And and Twitter only allows 140 or was 160 characters. So they probably can't get all the information inside that amount of time. So if you're like, so if you're following someone with, you know, 60,000 followers and they tweet out, I'm long Tesla, these options, you need to understand that again, they're in it already. And there's a few thousand people minimum going after these options. And even if he continues to tweet out the risks of like, hey, by the way, Tesla might also announce today that uh, they're pulling two of the five models, you know, something like that. Like they know that, but you don't. The only thing that you saw was Tesla here. So it's one of those things where, you know, you don't know the full picture, which which is so dangerous. Um, yeah. And then you also so have dangerous. to know the person calling it doesn't know the full picture. You know? Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, that's that's the other thing. Like some of the dumbasses I see on Twitter, man. It's like, uh, it, I like sometimes, sometimes I'll, I message them privately. I'm like, dude, like, like you, you know that they have like an S3, and they're like, oh, it's only 200 million. I'm like, the market cap is 600 million. Like, yeah. what, are, what are you doing? Yeah, no. Um, I mean, I think a good way to use them though is, is you know, people always say ad when sad. Okay. Well, I don't like to be sad, so what I like to do is add when others are sad. <laughs> You know, you browse the comments. Hey, if you weren't in Wish and you saw everyone bitching, hey, Wish six, probably a great entry price. You know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah. In, you know, just give them time. Never, never, never buy them like right as they pop up. Like there's, imagine when you go check the chart of the stock that they are, you know, promoting or posting about, go on the one day chart and say, hey, it is a straight vertical line in the past five, 10 minutes. If it went down to where this line started, how much money would I lose? And am I comfortable with that? <laughs> because there's a yeah. good chance that it will not only go down to that, but also break down lower. It just seems like what Fintwist calls have been doing lately. Yeah, and I mean, that's the thing is that most, of, most people, us included, do not have unlimited resources to continue to average down. Uh, it's one. It's one thing if you scale in one percent, but nobody ever does that because you know that that's no fun and you can't quadruple your account overnight. So it, it's one of those things where you know you don't have unlimited resources. So you need to you need to understand that even if something's trading at six dollars, like yes, it can become a penny stock, and there are millions of stocks over the years that have gone from hell $15 to penny stocks in no time at all. So it's one of those things that you really like, it's okay to have conviction, but you also cannot lose the house. And what I mean by house, I mean the account, you can't lose the house over one trade. Yeah. I mean, and and also another thing to do is because some, you also have to understand some of these guys are bagged as well. You know, yeah. if, if someone's been pumping like fucking like, let's say it's, it's Motorola. And pumping Motorola yep. since 2005, it's probably because they thought the Motorola Razor was the dopest fucking phone in the world, and they have too much of it, and they're trying to get yep. out. You know, and and one bad thing you can do is get under the same mindset as they do. You every time they post about Motorola, you're like, damn, damn, that's a good point. Oh, and it starts clicking. It's like this cult mentality. You don't want that to start. Yeah. So yeah, no, you can't have that. Yeah. That's the other thing is that like most of it comes down to like intentions. It, 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 most of it comes down to intentions. Like if it just doesn't feel right, you're like, this doesn't make sense. But, but your buddy's sitting there like, dude, he's so hot. Like he's on like a super hot streak. If it doesn't feel right, then don't, 
don't take it. Like, like it's as simple as that. Not making money is way better than losing money. Yep. Okay, guys. Woo! Ah, ah, well, it is time for our break. We've been working hard. It's time for us Dude, to take really a, have... a couple week break. But you guys... Dude, we've not... really been recording a lot. Yeah, yeah. Like every other day we've been recording a podcast. We hope you guys enjoy them all. And we hope we see you all in Reno. And please, please, dear Lord, give us five-star rating on Apple. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. It's brand new season two. I'm Marissa Thalberg. And I'm Stephen Wolf Bededa. And we're excited to be back having bigger, bolder, and always real conversations. Straight from the C-suite front lines of marketing, media, and more. We have great friends joining from people you may know, like Wilmer Valderrama and Bobby Burke. And people you'll want to know. So grab a coffee or, hey, even an Aperol Spritz and come join us on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Listen to brand new on the iHeart Radio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.